we all know why fear is helpful in a scenario like when you're crossing the road, right? You don't just cross a road like, and just hope for the best. Like you, you've got a fear of death when you cross a road, so you avoid the car, right? It's practical uh, response to uh, awareness of your surroundings. You're not afraid, but you would be if you, were st- you kept standing there, right, as the car was coming. It would force you to run out of the way. everybody welcome it's the two lads podcast it's episode 18 and today's episode is going to be all about fear daniel and i have a good chat about why fear is helpful in order to grow um but why creating safe spaces is also important in order to safely um face fears in order to grow. This is all about growth at the end of the day when you are afraid. We have a little bit of a check-in. We haven't had a podcast with just me and Daniel for a while, so it's good to be back. Really enjoyed this conversation. And um, let's just get straight into it. We don't want to be faffing around. Let's get straight into the episode. Um, And for those of you guys that are just listening to the podcast, here's a little word from our sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. The Two Lads podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash two lads. That's betterhelp.com slash Two lads. Yes, mate. Yes, mate. Mate, we haven't done a podcast. I mean, we've been recording with the guests, but yeah. we yeah, haven't. Yeah. But we not haven't you been and I together. One on one. One on one. The mano, real dream mano team. Mano a mano. Mano a mano. <laughs> Stripped down from the waist down. Yeah. And mate, it's the first time we've been on this. Yeah. As a video. I know. Has we ever done a? We haven't done a podcast like this ever. No, this is cutting is edge stuff. Do you prefer it like this? Do you prefer it like this? Or yeah, do you I do prefer like it in it. person. You like it in person better. Um, I prefer it in person. Yeah, but yeah. this kind of what this has its own charm. Should we do a little check in? Yeah, let's do a little number check in, and then maybe just like a little update of what's been happening with you because you've had, <laughs> you've had a few uh, events and. Um, and then let's let's get into the subject. Okay, cool. Um, well, I'm. I think I'm checking in at a nine today. Okay, um, which is really great. Obviously, almost a ten. But um, <laughs> that's how it works. Nine. That's how normally we get ten. That's after like nine. Numerical <laughs> orders. Um, well, it's good, man. I was. I've been. Uh, you know, I've been. This New Year's been pretty intense so far for me. I got sick, and yeah. um, you know all of that. And my uh, um, my tr- a tree fell. 
in my house, not on my house, but close. close to my house. I was, and you know, as you know, I was like sitting and drinking my coffee at 7.30 in the morning. I just hear a boom. And I was like, what the hell was that? And I go outside and there's massive eucalyptus tree just fallen in my yard onto the street. It was just like, boom. Mm. It just That was literally if like... It, the, if it had gone the other way, you'd have been dead for sure. I'd be dead, yeah. I would have been dead. Uh, so yeah. I just literally was looking out the kitchen window at this massive tree going, holy shit, I've just escaped death. I am immortal. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. You are now tree man. I'm like Highlander. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can be only one. Um, So that was just sent me into um, existential. Well, it just, it just, you know, when any kind of immediate crisis happens, you kind of go into crisis mode. You go into like, you know, figure this shit out immediately because now all of a sudden the power's cut you know, and I have to deal with this scenario in real time. Mm-hmm. And, and Mavis. And met my dog Mavis and like all of that. And it's like, what the fuck am I going to do? It pulled all the cables on the street out. It pulled four towers down. The whole street Jeez. lost power. And so, you know, I went into producer mode, but mm-hmm. it was interesting because I went, I did it. I was doing it for me. There wasn't anyone to impress, you know, I've talked about this before, but like, you know, I can go above and beyond and do all these. It's easy for me to go into that space of like just sorting shit out or logistics mm. or helping and doing another thing. And, and I'm happy to do it. And then at the same time, sometimes I'm also like wanting love in return from it. But in this case, this was like a cool opportunity for me to do it for me. Like literally like nobody's, here it's me on my own in a house now that's gone pitch black and you know it's raining outside it was like monsoon for a week in LA which is totally unusual and it's why the tree actually fell and and I just went into like fuck I've got to figure this out and uh, and it, and I didn't really stop to think about what was happening in terms of my home has just been removed from me essentially and what am I going to do uh, I just went into like figuring it out. I called nine one one. You know, fire department come. Everybody comes, and then you're like, "What's the next move?" And I got to go. I went to a friend's to kind of set up a bit of a war room, and then I'm like calling the the electrician, calling all the different people to see like what's this going to look like. And then you start to realize, oh, this is going to be probably two weeks now that I don't have a home. What the fuck do you do then? You know, um, and it really drove home to me um the importance of my home i mean it seems pretty obvious but i don't know like when it just gets taken away like that in one moment it it just it gave me a a, a good kind of relative perception of the value of the home that i've created for myself and how important that is to me and my own safety and all that stuff so i was fortunate that you know we've got a, a beautiful community here with our as our friends and and the men particularly uh stepped up and, and one of our dear men in the team helped me out and I got to go and like live at his house while he was away which was so awesome to feel that support and everybody was so like there for me whatever you need legs you know and you know not having family here in this country and not really having a safety net not that we all ever, ever do really but that kind of immediate safety net felt really good to feel 
the support of the men and the, my friends, you know, to kind of get me, get me through that period. But it also, in the end, I got sick. And I think that I was just so stressed out and I didn't really realize the shock. I was in shock and I didn't really realize like how much it had affected me actually. And mm. I think that that in com combination with just the time of year and the lurgy that's going around um, put me down. So I, I got pretty sick, man, for, for about a week, to be honest. And we were doing recordings, so... You'll see. You'll hear that on some of the, you'll hear the some of the episodes. Deep, I'm talking like deep Barry voice White. Of legs. <laughs> the love God. I just didn't think it suited you. Legs, you should get sick. You liked it, didn't you? You're like it's yeah, giving yeah. you more gravitas. He's got real gravitas. He's coming like, out with some absolute one-liners. Yeah. Pain is your number one existence. Now it's like pain. Yeah. Listen to me about pain. Yeah. It was. It was actually, I was like, fucking hell, Legs is absolutely smashing this. <laughs> I thought, I thought you should, uh, you should Stay kind of do that more your life. Stay, yeah. If you could just, you know, get COVID a few times. Maybe. Well, it did give me like, I didn't have the excess energy, you know, the phonetic energy that's at the, the, the kind of top end of my state. Scale. Yeah, of my scale. So I wasn't able to be like overly spazzy in that sense, you know. <laughs> Um, you you so. um you managed to get some of the self love stuff that you have kind of been nurturing over a long period of time alone, right? Yeah. You know they, this idea that like when the shit hits the fan, you know what to do by yourself for yourself to right the ship a bit, and that's a I imagine a really hugely relieving um. I guess a skill that you can don't feel so afraid in the world, which is kind of ironic. We're talking about it later, but to remove that fear, the fear of yeah. what if, because you know, yeah, that or, or, if it or goes trust on, the, yeah, like even if there was fear or some sense of anxiety coming up, it's like that actually helped me, you know, come to decisions about the next steps, right? You, you kind of, there's a fear that comes up and then you have to resolve it in some way in that sense of like, it, I, I think also because there's different, the different, we can get into this in the episode, but like, yes, you're right. And it taught, it just reminded me of, I, you have to look after myself, right? Like, especially being single, it does drive it home, you know, when you're single, how, when you're sick, when you're single, it, it really no kind of, there. yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's I'm sure people will, who listen know this too, and we all do it, but it's like, man, really be, I haven't been sick since 2019. That was, you know, before all of the, all of the madness. So, and that was the first time I'd ever been sick alone. And I was really sick for about three weeks and I was alone for that whole time. And like, it taught me about doing that. And then this was like a new reminder of it, of just like, mm. at some point you have to just go down you know, and rest and look after yourself, eat, put the regime in of the, you know, the, the, the like good food, vitamins, all yeah. that kind of stuff and just rest, you know? I mean, I watched mm -hmm. the entire episode, uh, World War II uh, in colour uh, on Netflix, which got me through, you know, it's quite a, about four days through. of just full the entire war. 
Yeah, he, I went through the entire World War Two in literally and in 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 my own uh, healing. Um, so, do you feel anyway. the community thing is important though, right? I mean, to mm-hmm. rely on a set of people, you know, for most people that is their significant other. But yeah, actually, when you out when you have a community and you're constantly checking in with that community, constantly. Um, doing things for people or, you know, then when those moments happen, you do feel really held. And, yeah. uh, and it's one of those things that you, that you should invest in as much as any other kind of aspect of your life, because when it push comes to shove, you need, you need your support system yeah. there. Yeah, you do. And it's so valuable when you have it. And I think the thing is, is like a having discernment around who you choose to be that yeah. and then and then trusting a bit, a bit of a trustful <clears throat> it was actually hard for me to ask for help like that actually was it's it, i i'm you know on some level i can just make it i can figure it out Don't, i can do the logistics stuff and all that stuff it's part of something that i can do but but to ask for help or to then not even just ask for it, but like to accept help when someone's just offering it to me, like, Hey, you can just stay here. All of the things that you've just been running around trying to figure out are now resolved. If you just choose this and it requires me to have a little bit of humility and go like, Oh, I don't need to do any of that stuff. I can just accept this like really like kind offer and go and do it. But like, it's hard for me that it's hard Mm. for me to say, oh man, um, thank you so much. And like, then go and be in someone's house and, and feel comfortable and all that. It's like, it's a process for me that because I'm so used to being in my little kingdom that I've created that mm-hmm. I feel safe in, you know? And like, yeah, and outside I think, of that, it's scary. And I think also it's hard. And I've seen it in you and, and I think it's in, it hard for a lot of people who are, um, kind of scrapping on their own or dealing with it, dealing with the daily slings and arrows of life, right? To um, to know how to take care of yourself um, and know when to lean on things, but also how to nurture the kind of a daily thing of, a, a daily kind of practice of saying, right, fuck, how do I, what do I need right now? What do I actually need? And some of those things you can't provide for yourself, but a lot of them you can. And just to make sure that you aren't going down those spirals, which is, comes really hard when you're really faced with it. You know, when you're really faced with a big challenging time, it's sometimes you forget you have those, those little kind of outreaches. I remember, right, at your birthday, like you did this wonderful thing where like everyone went around in the room and, and told them like, how much leggy means to them. And I remember thinking as I was watching everyone do that, leggy is never allowed to complain about being alone ever, (laughs) ever, ever, ever. Because literally there's about 40 humans who are all crying (laughs) because of how much like they love him and they want to help him. And like, he's helped them. And I'm like, don't ever, don't you ever talk to me about loneliness, son. Um, and I think lots of people have that, right? Like they don't know because when it gets dark, they don't trust it. They don't trust it. They don't want to lean on it because it it's it's hard. But they meet you people fucking really want to help. 
I get it. I get it. And like, even in that moment, it was like powerful to feel it. But then it's still when you come out of the of a setup like that, that's like this kind of arranged acknowledgement of me in that setting, which was beautiful and powerful. It's still hard to then actually execute that in your daily life. You yeah. know, it's it, a practice. It, it, you it have is, to keep doing it. Right. But that's I think that's actually just a wound for me. And, and yeah. maybe I think it's a wound for, for a lot of people. Actually. It could be. I just be- don't know. Who knows? I just for but me, I'm, it's I'm a wound. saying. I think it's a wound that I certainly feel and I I, th- I do think a lot of people feel it because they, I think it's human nature to forget that, right? I think it's human nature to, to just go into like, okay, I'm going to shut down so many systems now because I need to survive and I'm scared and I'm in fear. And so I'm going to shut down all these other ex- external things eat, because they don't feel like they actually will help the situation because the kind of amygdala or the, the really fight or flight things taking over and therefore like these other things don't quite start kicking in. Yeah, so I agree. To calm yourself. I, right. I would just push back on that a little bit for me is that I just, I think that it's, I think it, if you don't have that wound though, you, you have a different response to that. You, totally. People that can be way more open and just like trust completely. Completely. You know? And like some people who is their central nervous system is so calm that yeah. they, they start like going, Hey, I need this. I, I'm going to do this for myself. But yeah. I would say, that's why I'm saying like, I can relate to, it. I think a lot of people who are, who are, have dealt with a kind of depression or isolation, you know, isolate, uh, isolating thoughts. I think it's totally new for us. It's new for me. Yeah. This idea that like you can just pick up the phone and speak to somebody just right. to be like, I'm, I'm, and that'll help. It's like, fuck sure. off. That's not no help. I need a, I need, I need this fucking thing sorted out right now. Yeah. And, um, I think that is, that is about trauma. I think that's a learned Definitely. thing and, uh, and unlearning it is Sorry. really actually uncomfortable. It's massively uncomfortable because you're basically being asked to, to go against the thing that you think is keeping you safe. Yeah. In a scenario, which is by, if you don't trust anyone, then you can't be um, taken advantage of or whatever, right? You just, you just lone wolf yourself. But honestly, like when you've got people that, when you watch people that don't have that, it's, it's inspiring to see it because you're just like, it's that whole thing about the car alarm again, the calibration of your car alarm. And so your amygdala is trained because of your, your, your experiences around this thing. So that when you you perceive that, even if it's not happening, you respond to the original, uh, wounding rather than the, what is actually happening. So anyway, we could actually, that's cool to talk about a little bit later as well. That's probably the world's longest check-in that has ever been checked in. Well, mate, you've been gone, you've been gone a long time. I feel like there's a lot. I like that we've just kind of shoehorned in mental health around your tree disaster. Yeah, that's how we do it, mate. We just shoe it in. Just shoe it in. Shoehorn. Shoehorn it in. Shoehorn it in. Wherever we can. Mental health, mate. We are the lads who shoehorn stuff in. But the brain, everything that you perceive, is all fucking connected. So it's like how you deal with anything is based on what your current setup is. You know, that tree situation to another person would have would have created a whole succession of totally different choices and events, potentially, yeah. than me. Well, that's the so macro, I'm, 
micro yeah. macro, right? Like these, these things that we assume, oh, I'm just doing this now is, is if you don't, aren't looking at the little minutiae of your life and saying, you know, I, I have a thing where I, I hate saying goodbye on the phone. So I just fucking shut the phone off. Right. <laughs> I know if you know that I can't you deal know, with I'm it. Like, All right, mate, I'll sit in. He's yeah, already I'm gone. Do. <laughs> someone, someone said to me, they were like, "If you ever want to feel more lonely, just get on yeah. the end of a conversation just toward the end with Daniel because he can't <laughs> hack it." And you're just like, "Oh god!" Yeah. But if I don't look at that and think, "Oh, there's a macro thing going on there, right? Like there's something," yeah. then I'm not picking up the signs. So there is, you know, these tiny little details. They do mean something when. And especially when big events like that happen, you observe yeah. yourself and you go, all right, what's going on here? Right. Um, I agree. And, and, uh, and I think it's, I love it. I love it. And I think that we should just, I don't think that we could go any further right now with my check-in. So let's have you say. <laughs> <laughs> let's, mean, go so the, the say. let's go back to the start. Let's, let's go, go back to the tree. One Look at the tree. And, Look at the tree. Uh, um, <laughs> mate, how hello, are you? Mate. Mate, well, how I'm, are you? I, <sighs> Hundred percent good. I am going to check in at. Um, I'm going to check in at a nine. Okay. I am feeling very. Uh, I'm feeling good. I, I'm working at the moment on the on a show that that is that the people legs are so fucking great. Really? That, yeah. I don't. It's funny because I, I I've figured it. I've figured it out. Mate, I okay. figured the answers out. Amazing. Give me, give me, give them to me. These are the answers. Okay. Everybody listen up. Daniel Sharman's got the answer. I've got the answers. This is the answer. It's, it doesn't matter what, how good the job is or how prestigious or how many award, the thing that you always remember and the only thing that really matters is the people. Yeah. So it it's one of the most wild things. I, I know that sounds like very obvious, but sitting around there's this job and I, and I just thought oh wow I, instead of thinking about a load of things that get in the way of this it's like how do I enjoy these people as a as a crew as a set of people who are all going through their own version of things and it's like it's just really it's really great there's some fucking great people on this and um I'm learning like so much about humanity in it and I, and that feels really good. And I know, you know, you and I have talked a lot about feeling more useful in the world. Yeah. And, and purpose, you mean? Purpose. Yeah. I feel like I'm really, I love talking. I've, I think just because of what we have put out into the world, I went back to my old school today, right? My Did primary you? school. Yeah. And the guy was talking to me. For like and a he tour, said, a tour. Yeah, they because yeah. they. I, I did a little Instagram thing. I, I just mentioned them, and they, the head yeah. teacher messaged me, and he said, "Like, would you like to come over and like come around the school? I'm sure you got a lot of memories." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll come come over." I wasn't filming today, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll yeah. come over." And he said to me like halfway through, he just said, "Look, I I, I know, you know, I know you've got like crazy following, and but I, I just." I really saw the stuff you're doing on mental health and men's health. And I, I just wanted to set, tell you about what, how we do this in primary school. I'm sure it didn't do that in your day, but here's what they do now for kids yeah. who are kind of between six. 
And I just thought like, oh, cool. I felt really proud of that. You know, of everything else that was going on, I felt really proud that we were having that conversation mm-hmm. talking that's about what he connected lads. To. Yeah. yeah, that's what he connected to. But that's also like what we were, we then went down a really big, beautiful chat about his health, but his mental health, but also the what they're doing for young kids and right. how, and, and I thought, what, what a doing? beautiful connection. They've got a therapist, like a, a therapist comes in and they talk to, they, they can go at any time yeah. and talk to a, a, a therapist as a group, as friends, like three of them can go in and go, we've got, we've had a big old really? bust up. Yeah. On the playground. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> wow. And That's so they can get, get to talk about it. And then, in England. In England. I just couldn't, mate, it was blowing my mind. And I, yeah, that's it, wild. It, 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 it moved me, man. It made me really emotional because yeah. just, cause he was like, I really appreciate you, what, you're, what you, you two are doing. And, and also, look, here's what, here's what we're doing about this. Yeah. Yeah, not just, cool. you know, we've talked about this, but it's not just like, well, oh, this is mental health awareness. Here's actual actionable steps that people right. are putting in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, on top of being back there after 20 years or whatever and seeing the playground and it's tiny compared to what you remember it as or, right. you know, on top of all that, I was just really moved by the, this, this, this kind of conversation that we were having just because of what we're doing. And I like that. I, I was like, for the first time, felt really proud of that. And so mm. that was great. And But also on set, you know, like people talking to me, and they're like, oh, I, I noticed that, you know, you're doing this thing and da, 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 And, you know, one of the, one of the leads on it goes and speaks to men at prisons, in prisons. Yeah. And what he does is he trains men in prison to be a listener for other prisoners. Right. Whole so space. anytime, and it's halved the suicide rate in prisons, in British prisons. Wow, since really? It's halved it. It's just men talking Listening to, to one men. another. Yeah. yeah, holding space. And I, yeah, yeah. mate, and I was like, I'd love to get involved. I'd love to, like, you know, yeah, I'd love to help help out in that. And I, I think, I don't know, that feels really yeah. good. It, you know, the other stuff is fantastic. It's all, you know, it's great, but it feels kind of flimsy compared to the rest of it. You know, and and I think it's just prioritizing that in my life has been a really like I'm having really beautiful conversations with people yeah. that I didn't expect, especially in England. I didn't think that would be possible. Right. That's amazing, mate. And and look, that's your, you went down this journey for yourself first. You know what I'm saying? Like you started with, with yeah. well, you got to start looking at this shit. Like it's the, the old yeah. way is not working. And like, you know, as a result of that, fucking it, it, it sends it down the line. Right. And yeah. here we are today on this fucking podcast talking about this stuff because it affects everybody. It's like the whole, the, your whole system's running on this fucking brain of yours and your body and everything that you've stored, you know. And if you don't, if you have no awareness of what your version of your own experience and how it's affected you is, you're running on autopilot. You know, I certainly was doing that. You know, we 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 were doing that. That's how we kind of got to this point. You get to the point. You don't realize there's another no. way to look at it. Well, no, because you're unconscious to it because it's all built into the system that you don't know. You can't know another system if you're in a system. You're just in the system. And like someone's talking to you about something different. You're going, what are you on about? 
what do you mean? There's no, there is another way and there's a way to free yourself and, you know, grow from beyond the, the cards that you were dealt when you were a kid, for example, and like all that shit. It's scary, man, because it's, it's, uh, it requires you or it requires one to step outside of what they already know, you know, and, mm. but it's cool to hear it from, not from just you and your own experience, but now people reflecting to you. Ever wondered about what happened before an innovator or entrepreneur had their, I got it moment. I certainly have. That's why I've really been enjoying listening to before it happened hosted by Donna Laughlin former journalist and storyteller with a captivating way to abstract the behind-the-scenes story. And now she's sharing those stories with me and you. Before any world-changing innovation, there was a moment, an event, a realisation that sparked the idea. Before It Happened is a show about that idea. Donna lets us listen in as she speaks to visionaries, innovators, thought leaders, even me and Daniel from the Two Lads podcast. Every Thursday, without fail. So have a listen, rate it, review it. Before it happened, go check it out now, wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, mate. It's what, and I think, I, I think you're right. Like it comes from having gone through the furnace of this thing of like, may, you know, we talked to Peter Crone and it, you know, I listened to that episode and it was like, yeah, maybe we don't know. Maybe I don't know the best way of doing this. Maybe I am, maybe there is another way of looking at this and that it, it is one of those things that suddenly you do feel the grooves of when you're in the right place because the world gives you a slightly easier version. If you're going all around and you're just smashing off the walls, nothing's working and nothing, something's not clicking, you know, yeah. something isn't quite in the groove of where you are. And sometimes that requires you to go back to base level to the kind of basic thing and say okay what's happening here how am i what to kind of look at the big picture of yeah. how your emotions how your mind is showing up and mm -hmm. think okay maybe is it because you can't force this stuff like yeah. the universe ends up tilting in a way that will feed the right version someone said this to me and i thought it was really interesting is that the universe is always conspiring for your highest good and i was like piss off no way <laughs> no way piss like, off. if you don't do it i'm not gonna do it but <coughs> i think that's what you that's what i yeah. really got from what you said about going through your, it yourself is actually yeah. there's no way i could have had that conversation had i not gone through depression or suicidal yeah. tendencies or i couldn't have had that discussion and then you know i thought that was i thought it was a really kind of beautiful moment to kind of think oh there's a generation of kids who are also now finding other ways. And something he said, I'm just say this really quickly because I was thinking about it, is he said to me, it's the ability for people to to not react that's the mm -hmm. really important thing, right? Like yeah. it, even if you soften that blow by half an inch, you stop a whole cataclysmic set of events. If, mm -hmm. someone, if someone can deal in the moment, with something that's incredibly would normally be reactive yeah. and would set a whole spiral of things, that half second really fucking matters. Yeah. And that's what, that's what having a little bit of perspective does. 
where you just go, oh yeah, I don't, yeah, take I a can breath. feel that. It's I'm going to take a breath. A I can yeah. feel that. That hurts. Yeah. Is this person hurt who's saying this? Whatever it is, you know? And I thought that was cool because mostly some of those kids would end up having a fucking scrap, getting kicked yeah. out of school, whole set of events. If they can have a resilience in their own sense of self, my God, like fucking amazing things can happen from that. So that was really cool, man. I, I, it, it really like lit, lit, lit my fire a little bit. And, um, I'm, I'm feeling really good and I'm coming back to LA in a few weeks time and nice. that. I feel good. Love it, mate. Nine, two nines. That's 18 total. Two nines in the back 18 there. 18 out of 20. Not bad. It's um, not bad, it's cool. So what are we going to talk about today, Leggy? Well, we, uh, we're going to talk about fear, which is, uh, kind of, join up some of the things that we were just talking about just then so uh it's fitting and um fear and what fear is how we feel it how we perceive it you know what fear mm. in the reality of there's something to be afraid of and then feeling fear of something from your own thoughts and perception stuff like that you know what i'm saying where it comes from yeah and and we all feel it and so you know i thought it'd be cool to talk about um, I want to. Where do jump. you feel fear? Yeah, well, I think that just kind of almost following in from what we were just saying around, you know, the, there's a there's a purpose for fear, right? On a on a on a like primal level, you know, you need fear to get you out of danger, right? For example, in the like the different, this is like the difference between like physical fear, physical danger, and then perceived danger perceived fear of something that may not even be there um two different things you know if there's a lion sitting in front of you right you need some fear to help you make the right choice of get the hell out of here get the hell out of that situation fight or flight you know primal reaction so that's a place where fear is practically and like on survival level helpful you know, um, but really more to the point around fear uh, of the unknown, you know, fear of making choices in your life, fear of uh, doing something you've never done before and being. Because there aren't many things, there aren't many lions knocking about. No, but but I'm using that as an so, example. Like, no, I know. Okay, I'm car. just saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Is it, are you saying that there's having discernment around the level of fear? No, I'm, I'm just, I'm setting up two examples of where there, where one's trickier to see and one's more obvious, right? And uh, so I'll, I'll let you keep, carry on setting up. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You really appreciate your time. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, we all know why fear is helpful in a scenario like when you're crossing the road, right? You don't just cross a road, like, and just hope for the best. Like, you, you've got a fear of death when you cross a road, so you avoid the car, right? It's practical uh, response to uh, awareness of your surroundings. You get what I'm saying? So you don't see, you're not afraid, but you would be if you, were st you kept standing there, right, as the car was coming. It would force you to run yeah. out of the way. 
that fear would overcome you. You wouldn't even have any control over it because you would be in survival reaction. So what I'm talking about and what 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 would what's interesting to talk about here is I might be afraid of intimacy, right? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Or I might be afraid to commit to my girlfriend, right? Or to commit to any girl, right? Or to commit to a job that I've never done before. Afraid of my first day at work, right? Where or I don't afraid know of any- going out into the world, you know, or just going out into the world and interacting with people. Yeah, exactly. Like f- afraid of leaving my room because it's safe in my room. You know, wherever you found your safe space, you know, why would you leave your sp- safe space, for example, right? So again, fear is, it's tricky because it's like, how do you know when to hear, listen to it? And how do you know when to, to, to hear it, feel it, and then move in, go into it anyway, right? Like I, I always keep going back to our experience in the triathlon when we were training to swim, right? And the fear of getting into the ocean, right, was was valuable because it made me get present with the with the reality of what I'm about to do. And there was danger there. There's danger, potential danger in that I'm getting into an ocean. And, you know, if I don't swim, I'll die, right? And so then there's the trust of the, the ability to navigate the current situation. And then there's the breaking through the fear, going into it, and then accomplishing beyond what I just knew. And then the euphoria that comes with that uh, conquering of that fear, right? <laughs> so kind of like that resistance thing again of like, pushing up against the resistance and doing it anyway. It's a really it's like, uh, and that's how we grow. That's how I've grown in my life, right? Is, is resist, 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 and then go and do it and then go fucking hell. Like, I mean, even just when I think about go, like when I was married and like fear of sex, right? Or like, and then, and then the fear of that vulnerability that I would experience and then I would do it. And actually it was not as scary as I thought it was going to be. And it was also really beautiful and cool and like, Oh, well, this is there. And, and that just, I see that happen all. I feel that in my mm. life across isn't it so funny, many different avenues. Isn't it funny though, that like that fear comes back, like even when we went back to swim in the ocean, right? Yeah. Or, you go back to a set a group of people that you're afraid of or that or for me like going back on stage it's yeah. funny that it it comes back you know even though you've conquered it in some degree you have to know that there's not going to be a day where you aren't going to feel the twang of like oh god yeah. you know it, that right. uh, what i'm saying is that that's a it false idea that you're just going to get rid of it it's right. like the conquering comes in just being like like you say, I'm gonna. I can sit with this discomfort, and I can keep doing something, and I can keep doing it. You know, and and then someone said the analogy of like the cold shower. Like I, I take cold showers, and someone said in like the like, ten years they've been doing it, they have never once gone. Do you know what? I fancy a cold shower. <laughs> Even though when they come out, they're absolutely yeah. fucking buzzing. Oh, I love love that. I love yeah. that. But every so, so you, day, yeah, they so they are like, saying, I don't want to do it. Right. So what you're saying and what we're saying here is it's not about getting rid of the fear. It's around 
having discernment and trusting the fear, right? And why that fear is there. It's a message to you, right? And there's something, if you're standing in the face of some sort of fear, that is an opportunity, right? Mm. It's actually an opportunity to grow, which is fucking mental. <laughs> yeah, because Well, you've because, got to have a really good relationship with fear, I think. Right. right. You've got to know, oh God, this feeling's a bit fucking uncomfortable. How how can I like fucking love this? How can I love this and move? Like, I'm still going to feel it, but how can I like have a relationship with it? That isn't like, it just shuts me down and then produces a whole set of other reactions that comes in shame or whatever. But I think fear, there is something, no one wants to feel fear, but it's where the best things in life come out of. Yes, I agree. I agree. And it's such a weird paradox because you don't want fear nobody wants fear and and yet and 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 being taught that fear is helpful i never really got told that when i was young i i would be thinking that there's something wrong if that fear is coming there's a there's a there's a you know and like this is what i'm saying around the discernment of that actual experience of the feeling of like when when it's time to run away right and when is it time to go through to conquer i mean that's probably circumstantial to some extent but like things in the emo- i want to just stay in the kind of emotional and like psychological state of why we have fear in terms of what comes up as emotional fear when you're in a situation like in relationship for example or fear of saying something giving someone something telling somebody a friend y- your feelings that might mm. be hard to tell them like hey man you you, yesterday when you said that thing it hurt me right like that's scary to do because you're there's a that thing of fear of rejection fear of the person taking it the wrong way and then what if i that causes me to not be friends with them and all the fear of not being accepted and all these things that almost kind of fuel our daily lives it's like if the fear of speaking out how you feel right in in the fear of being thrown out of the village being rejected from from your friend group right because you think differently or whatever it is like and and then when do you do it and when do you not do it you know how do you know when someone's saying come on leggy like i've been dealing with this in terms of in intimate settings where i'm i've like got my framework of like where i feel comfortable right and with a woman and uh you know i'll be like dictating how things will uh, can be in terms of like i'm open and i'm and i'm like into connecting and all these things but then once i hit my ceiling my safe world of what that looks like and someone's challenging me to that right and going let's go further than what you know right in terms of what connection is or in terms of what intimacy is like be more vulnerable be more open tell me something that i don't know about you that you're not a that you're ashamed of or something, you know, any kind of invitation to go outside of the realm of what I already know. I'm like, I turn into a little boy and I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You know? And it's like, it's a no. And I think I'm just in a place in my life right now where I'm hitting up against this in a big way of like realizing that all my life I've sold myself out a little bit because out of the fear of not, knowing right Mm -hmm. or the fear of not being the smart guy in the room right and 
we're I'm trying to walk that walk now of like, if you're not the smartest guy in the room, get out of the room, you know, which we've talked about now. And it's like, okay, well, how do I live that? You know, because it feels good to like have knowledge, right? It feels good to have experience and to be able to like pass that experience through to friends or, you know, whoever. And there's a validation that comes from that, but it's, and it's very intoxicating and it's addictive, but like, it's fucking scary to just go to leave that room and go into a room where you don't know shit. Right. And yeah. you're, and like, I, okay, now I know nothing. And all, how do you, and then it affects my self worth. It triggers all that shit. It's really weird, man. And they have got to do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think like what you're talking about there is a little bit of what we were talking about before, but a relationship with fear, which is to be a little bit forgiving as well. There are going to be some things where you're like, okay, I noticed this coming up and I don't think I can push this because I'm not, I'm not, I don't have, it right now I don't have right. this relationship garnered enough it's like it's it's patience you know it's the patience of saying okay I, you know it's okay that I don't have a relationship with fear it's not gonna like just fucking snap like people right, aren't gonna right. force you to go right now get over yourself you know like get over it. it's like okay how can I push this a little more every time yeah. because if you right. go to the gym and just try and mean. smash it out early doors yeah. You You're not going to have any of the tools. Right. I think that's what I'm seeing a little bit because I didn't have any of those either. I didn't even know that fear was would be the best times in my life. And I, I, I would go on stage all the time and think, if I can just conquer this, then I, I'll be able to get over this. Yeah. Instead of saying, right, what, oh, what's going on here? What's the desire? What's the fear? What is the actual fear here? Yeah. And then what would it be? What do you think? What would you think it would be? What were you feeling in those moments? Like what, if you, when you look back on it, it was, what is that fear? It was the deep, if it was the deep embarrassment, the humiliation of not being a valued member of the tribe. Right. Right. If I go out there and I bomb or I'm shit, there's a judgment that then I won't come back in. I couldn't come back in. So yeah. my, you know, our sense of, of comfort. Rejection. Yeah. Our, our sense of comfort came in an acceptance by yeah. other people. Right. But then I ended up pretending to be so many other people in order to get acceptance. Right. That the fear then was totally convoluted because I didn't know which part was which. Right. Right. That's a, so, that's a heavy job to carry when you're doing all of that. Yeah, it you, a lot. I, a lot. I think there's a lot of lot of people in in creative industries that did that because of that. You know, they they right. they, they gravitate to a world that they can win huge amounts of acceptance, right? Through something that they are garnering, making up instead right. of really. You know, I often think like, would I have been an actor had my life been totally dialed? If right. I'd have really felt a sort of sense of love, I probably right. wouldn't go around. Whoring it's myself a response out. to a lack of love. Yeah, and yourself. that's not that's no one's fault. It's just right. like that's that's your card. That's, that's my card. That's what I. That's my sensitivity with the events. Was it was so hair trigger that I ended up, you know, t- taking me thirty four years or whatever to get to a point where I was like, yeah, okay, right, maybe you know, and that's what I'm saying. In the when I was on set, I had this moment. I was like, well, maybe I'm a bad actor. I'm okay. That doesn't mean that I can't like relate to these people. Right. It doesn't matter. 
is irrelevant. I've just associated this with being in the tribe, but mm. that's only if you ascribe the tribe to a set of judgments that you've made up in your head. Yeah. But when you say and maybe I'm a bad actor, when you say maybe I'm a bad actor, what do you mean by yeah. that? Like, like, do you, well, you don't really feel that? Do you? Yeah. All, all the time. Yeah. Like right. maybe, so I, feel, maybe that imposter was, syndrome you have. Imposter, but, but not just like imposter syndrome, like maybe I'm just not good at this job, but it used to infer all these other things, which is then it would shut me down. Then the fear would come up. Then it would, it causes more fear, right? It causes, it causes the nervous system to go through an insane smashing together. Right. But I've put two things together that conflated two things that aren't true. One is that my value and my acceptance as a human being is dependent on whether I do a good job. And mm-hmm. two, that basically if the, that my value to myself comes, if I can prove to everybody that I can do this, but if I take away the proving and just go, Hey, this is who I am. This is what I yeah. can do. Like so many things come, but that's because my relationship like yours, my relationship to fear was like, if it's that I've just got to fucking Jesus, you know, like I got yeah, to yeah. stop this fear. And, and I, I, I think that's At all costs. It's having a bit more patience. Yeah. Stop yeah. the fear. Like stop doing whatever it is that's the fear instead of, I remember when I was a kid, and this might not be relevant, but I remember when I was a kid, I was yeah. so shy and there was a scuba diving class in like, in, I think we were in like, some, we were on holiday, you know, my yeah. mum had just, we'd, we'd just gone through a divorce. It was just my mum and my brother and we were sitting there and um, there was a scuba diving course and um, I really wanted to do the scuba diving, but I was so afraid of like yeah. going up and asking of uh, to that I didn't do it. As I still think really? about that, and I'm yeah, I still think about it because I still think like, like you said, like so many yeah. things I've denied myself through yeah. a fear because I, I, and if you don't garner a relationship with it, it does rule your life. It becomes something that you're in, you're in yeah. a kind of relationship. It's it's got a relationship with you instead of you having a relationship with it. Right, right. You're it's a, like you're ruling a, you, going right now. You're feeling that you ain't mate, you ain't going up to that scuba diver person and getting your thing. No way, son. <laughs> I I literally have a sim- like so many of those stories as a kid. Do you? Yeah. Where it's like like I remember one time like at Christmas in like Lewis's, which was like fucking Macy's department store in the toy section, and there was this lad with a remote control helicopter. <laughs> and he was he was having to go on this electronic this helicopter and all the kids were like playing with the remote control helicopters and I was like standing on the outsk- outside of this circle being like I just want to fucking get on that ele- that yeah. helicopter so bad and my mum yeah. was like off and I was on my own and I just couldn't I couldn't ask to have a go on it I was I was the only thing I wanted to do and I just was so scared to like say excuse me can I uh can I have a go on that? Yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. And like yeah. I did it when I was in my teens, I was like, I used to horse ride and I was like in a really into horse riding when I was about 13 and I used to work at this stable and uh, it was me and like a bunch of birds and um, no, there was no other lads doing horse riding leads <laughs> other than me wearing tight trousers and high boots and a, and a whip. Anyway, that's a different story a prophecy, altogether. Prophecy of the future, I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, I remember being there and I used to work at the in the stables to like get my lessons for free and shit. And I got a really bad asthma attack where I ended up in hospital for a few weeks. And I 
got out of hospital and I remember feeling so out of the loop of the community there. I was so afraid to go back and be almost like the new guy that I didn't go ever again. I just stopped horse riding because I was that afraid. I was crippled by the social anxiety that was in me to go back there and be like, not know everybody or not be in that click almost of the acceptance of that Hmm. particular community. Mate, I just had it yesterday going back to CrossFit, you know, I hadn't been for two weeks and I was like, putting it off yeah i was like scared to go back into the community it's this weird thing of like like being accepted right and like how are we going to be accepted into our friend group our society our our community and all that stuff i don't know man like there's a there's a so much value attached to how somebody perceives me you know yeah like i've built 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 my life on that i totally like that's when you were talking about the fear, right, of life, to me, the place that I have the fear the most, that, you know, probably subconsciously in intimacy, but consciously, my conscious version of fear is around groups of people. That's yeah. where I'm like, like, you know, going to set and there's like, we're a whole family, right? right. And I just, I'm st- sitting there going, oh my God, oh my God, yeah. oh my God. Every time, like, I've got, you know, yeah. Am, am I, I going to say, am, am I, I going to say, yeah. am I going to make the thing, you know, I'm trying to, yeah. you know, and this, I, it's funny cause you just, there aren't many occasions where you feel that fear again and, and I, you know, the showrunners there. So, and then I find myself going, and I'm like, what's yeah, going on? Yeah. And, and that's where I'm saying that my relationship to it is changing a little bit because I was able to be like, okay, I'm speaking to this really nice man who's the showrunner. In my head, he's got importance because he's giving me a job, essentially. Yeah, yeah. But there's also a hierarchy, you know, how we deal with people is a hierarchy where, like, you know, you meet someone, you, there's some people that you just go, oh, yeah, they're eye they're up, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they know their stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, do you know those people that you're just like, oh yeah, shit. Uh, you well, they're, they're, they're in the high, they're above the high, in the hierarchy, they're above you. Exactly. And then you immediately know none of the jokes that sometimes absolutely smash it yeah. somewhere else. None yeah. of those will come off. You'll they start saying land. none of it. You're kind of saying like, yeah, you're like, okay. And, and like, you're becoming weird or almost right. as you're doing, you're going, why isn't this <laughs> fucking working? I, I know everything about this, but you're like going, yeah. yeah. And you're pulling from the file and it's just yeah. not, it's and not nothing. Working. You're going like that. <laughs> nothing. Um, and what if I do a Scottish the... accent? Does that yeah, work yeah, for yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> you beat that. Is that? No, no. Um, nope. uh, what Northern? How's that? You know, hey. you, you're kind yeah. of going through this thing and you're just like, I'm fascinated by hierarchy, but it's the where one place I feel fear is when someone sat there and I go, well, okay, right. This person's, he's the fucking, he's the, the governor of this he's thing. He's going to yeah. be on it. And then, and I, I, I just was like, instead of beating myself, I was just like, okay, what's going on here? And yeah. you said this to me about like when we have guests on, it's just like to treat it as somebody who's, you know, your mate. And that's yeah. a relationship I have to build up over time because right. my idea of hierarchy is so massive right. that as soon as I go into it, I know where that is. Yeah. And that's come out of years of, of kind of putting things together in my head that may not be true either. Like yeah. all these people have the same fears, 
But of I course, don't that's think the thing. It, I get it. Them, sorry. Everyone has it. Yeah. I know. I get you it. Know, and, uh, and bonkers. I think. I think that like, um, I have the same thing, man. I totally agree. Like, and I and I'm either the master or the servant in the scenario. Yeah. You know, and I'm quickly going into a situation. I'm going, can I be, am I the master here or am I the servant? It's yeah, so extreme. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, so extreme. mate, what I, I honestly know that, and, and look, it's getting better actually as I've gotten older and I've gotten into this, doing this self-reflection work shit on myself. And, but it's still there. But what I will say is this, I know that that is inherent lack of sense of self my own yeah, value yeah. of like, yeah, it doesn't course. matter. I have the value of me and that's it. It's not about better or worse. It's just, this is it. It's like, there's nothing I need to do. If I really believe in it and I really trust in my own self and my acceptance of the things I'm good at and the things I'm shit at and it's all good and I, I get full love, 100% love all the time, regardless of whether I am like knowledgeable or not, Right. The value of knowledge is only that it's just more knowledge or whatever you experience, all these things. It doesn't mean that you're, well, because you're not as experienced, you don't deserve as much love. Yeah, that's the, that's that's what I'm the saying, fucking yeah. ticket. Or whether you're a good act doesn't mean you deserve more love. Do you know right. what I mean? It's different. Yeah. It's a it's different totally separate value system. Right. But that's it. What, what, how amazing is that? Once you start to get your head around that, it's, it's and you're the like, Matrix, oh, man. wait a minute. So got nothing, me being an actor or me being a fucking rock star or whatever it is, got nothing to do, nothing to do. with what love is. Yeah. yeah. You know, fucking hell. Like, it's a totally separate subject. Hello, everybody. So in addition to focusing on mental health, we've been learning a lot about the importance of digestive health here at The Two Lads. We have been looking around for the best kind of daily symbiotic, which is a probiotic and a prebiotic, and we found the company Seed. Now Seed is formulated for digestive gut, immune, and additional systemic body benefits. It is sustainably delivered each month with its shipping box constructed from ecological paper made from algae. I am extremely impressed, and I really mean this, with not only the product and the science behind it, but all their packaging and their brand's values. I like that they make you really look at the science of this and I like that they don't use plastic. And it's a really great company. Uh, you should check it out. I've been taking seed now for a, a few months and can feel the difference just in my energy levels in, in how I sleep, in how I digest things. So if you want to try this broad strain daily symbiotic too, visit seed.com and use the code two lads at checkout to receive 15% off your first month of seed delivery. Try it out. Check it out. That's the code two lads to receive 15% off your first month of seed daily symbiotic capsules. Yeah, and 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 I think you like you're like you're saying that the 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 frayed edges of that is fear. You know, yeah. the frayed edges of that self love come when you go. Uh, uh, am I? You know, am I going to be able to deal with this? Am I going to be able to be, be able to kick? Yeah. And I, I don't know the answers to that. Like I, I guess, like when I say garnering a relationship, I, I, the stages where that I'm at is like. I'm just having a bit of a relationship with it and being like, oh, I noticed that. Oh, that's yeah. weird. You know, that's right. that's interesting. And and yeah. trying to be one person throughout your whole life, oh, fucking hard, man. Yeah. Because uh, because I can extreme changes of extreme, like you say, servant or master in 
a half a second, I can be like, oh yeah, yeah. I've got this. I know what I'm right. doing here. I know these, right. and, and I'm all over it. And I'm the fucking funniest person in the whole world ever. Being funny has value. Right. Right. You're attaching value to being funny. Right. right. And that then if you're funny, you are lovable. Right. You, people yeah. will like you because that, and, and, and it then goes, oh, I'm now accepted again. It's fucking everything. It's like people but, say, oh, transactional for love. And it's like, oh, but that ain't love, man. Yeah. That's not love. I could well, just like, what about if I just love you? How about that? Yeah. Well, that's what I, I always think, you know, shy people, right? They're usually yeah. sensitive human beings. Right. Right. Really sensitive human beings. And what I would say is try being the sensitive person yeah. in the interaction, right? So if you can sit by the sensitive, because usually if you're sensitive, you're scared by someone's reaction to you. But if you can be the person, like I like that now I'm the person that like people talk to about mental health because there's, yeah. I'm a sensitive person. If I'm going, right. oh, lads, yeah, yeah, I'm, I was fucking doing this and I was doing that. I yeah. know I'm out of a line. I'm not myself. Yeah. And I, because I, that's somehow that's not quite right, even though I can do that. Yeah. And so like to lean into just being like, okay, I'm the sensitive person. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. And like, I'll have a conversation. Here's what I'll say about that. And to not abandon yourself. That's what I was always doing. And I'm just like, whoa, that's crazy that I'm doing that right now. Even yeah. like, I'm not saying it. I did, I did it the other day. I was like, you know, started to say things. And I was like, why don't I just go with the truth? Yeah, I, you know, I, I, um, yeah, I do take vitamins, you know? Yeah. Like instead of like, oh, that's LA, that, that's, you know, that's a bit fucking woo woo. And, and I was like, okay, this is going to be uncomfortable. I, t- I take vitamins. It. Yeah, yeah I, take, I do. I take, this is what I, I do. I do that. I do. And then I get a I reputation. Have a Right. Yeah. No, but like, I, I was like, they were like, oh, he's fucking LA. But instead of hating that, I was like, yeah, yeah. I am. And then they yeah. loved it. They were all like, right. you know, That's me. Yeah. here he is. That, and, it, and it's like, and I had an identity that was about my sensitivity. And I yeah. was like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Cause I, you know, yeah. you can take the piss out of yourself a bit and that's okay because it's you, yeah. at least it's you then. Yeah. Instead you can of embrace yourself and use a bit exactly. of humor in, the, in, in, in getting yourself there. Embrace yeah. it trust who that's who you are like yeah and know that that's your value you know and know that there are going to be people who are shy sensitive people in that group who go oh that's fucking cool yeah yeah i agree man i agree it's just it's just you're having to push beyond the fear of, of <sighs> like wondering of, of, what the response is going to be you're trying to yeah. figure out the response by reading the room overly yeah. reading the room you know, to the point where you start doing all this weird shit. That's like, why did I even say that? Why did I even yeah. do that? That's not even, I don't even believe that. That's know, not even what I, I believe in. I'm just saying it because this room are full of people that believe this. That thing, or, yeah. yeah that, that thing, which is fucking, I mean, it, it's, it, mate, this is, this is real like results of what it looks like to not have a good sense of self. Yeah. It just fucking functions in all of everyday choices, man. Yeah. It's mental. But you're, you're right. Like to observe it is the first part. How often do I say things I don't really think? 
Right. And and sometimes, like for me, I didn't realise it was my whole life. I didn't realise it was going <laughs> on all out. the way. It was my entire life. It was my everything. And that's horrible, obviously. Scary. Yeah. It's a fearful. big one to swallow, that. And you can't just go, oh, I'm a fucking piece of shit. You have to go, right. Right. Yeah. <sighs> okay, you love yourself even then. Yeah. Let's go, okay, there's probably a reason why I did this. Let's go back to the person who was, yeah. you know, five that, that thought this this was the way to do it. Yeah. And by the and way, okay. just to stop you there, you, you did that at that time. And we all do this at the time. That's where it gets set in stone in our childhood, because again, now back to fear of the response to the actual environment. So in the beginning, when we're getting programmed and we're programming ourselves, we're actually doing a good job because we are, we are responding to the local environment that we're in, uh, but be it with our caretakers, parents, whatever you want to call it, family. So like something's actually happening in the, the home that is causing that response. So you're smart to respond in that way because you're going, you get, you're learning that like love is transactional. So you're going, oh, when my mum gives me praise and love, you know, because I do something that is approved, I get all this like nice feeling. And when mm. I don't fall in alignment with what I'm told and all of a sudden I'm in the fucking icebox, no love room, I'm like, huh, which room do I want to like being in more? Oh, I like being in the room where everybody thinks I'm amazing because mm. I performed, right? I, there was a transaction, it was, it was executed and I got the love. So, why the, of course I'm going to fucking learn how to do it that way. If that's what I'm getting taught, because like you're a, if you're a blank slate, let's say, on some level. So it's not our fault that we've learned it that way, but it is our responsibility to, to, change, to, it. to change it because yeah. it doesn't serve you in the, in the present. Now I take that learning from yeah. the five-year-old me. Now I'm in a room at 30 years old and I'm doing the same thing with a bunch of people I don't know. And that's selling myself out to get this thing by yeah. just conforming because I learned that when I was a kid and it's my th- job to now unlearn it. Absolutely. I think like, I want to, I just relate something that has been helping me a little bit with that, which is to love the thing that you fear. Yeah. To yes. try and love it. Right. Love so, so to you, you, you change all the, the things that you fear, you try and go, wow, can I love, like, imagine loving that. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I was scared, scared of England in some way mm-hmm. coming back yeah. here, being here. Like, and then I was like, I love that I was scared and I love, I love this. I love that yeah. that scared me. I love that, you know, to, to turn that, that charge into a appreciation, even mm-hmm. if it's mad, even if it seems mad to you because it sets you free. Cause in sudden, in that moment yeah. you go, there are some people that love this. And so that's a choice in their head and it sets you free of the charge of fear. Like mm-hmm. even just loving being in fear is a different mm-hmm. mindset. And then you yes. can change how you relate to the world. Yeah. That's acceptance of what is, you know, that's all we can do. You can't be not in fear. If you're in fear, you can just yeah. be in fear and go, hello, I'm a person in fear and there's, and I love myself. Right. Or and I'm I love the fear. That, yeah, I love the fear. I'm a person <clears throat> in pain. I'm a person that's that's grieving a a, a a lost girlfriend or a lost family member for, to death. I'm now a sad person, and that's cool. And I'm going to be fucking sad, and that's it. You know, and I love it. I love being sad because I need to be sad to feel this thing. 
Like rather than we're just trying to throw away the feeling all the yeah. time, whatever's well, coming in, because we've got this notion that everything should be all right all the time. And like fucking like we should just be happy. Right. And if you're not happy, you're doing it wrong. You know, yeah. like life's wrong or you're going about life wrong because you're not just happy and joy all yeah. the time. Well, it's just if the charge, if the charge of what the feeling is, is preventing you from doing something, then you can look at it, try and reframe the context of it and put yourself in a position of not being a victim to it. There's where you get, there's freedom in that. Like, and you can do it in any situation. It doesn't matter how outrageous it is. If you can love it, it's there's yeah. there's something man that's changing the way that i'm relating to things is is um is it, it is a sense of like oh man like all those imagine the the helicopters you could have flown the remote helicopters and the scuba diving we could have done if we'd have gone oh i love feeling this fear i'm gonna go right. up there and like i'm gonna love the fact that i'm not even gonna do it i'm not even yeah. gonna do it because I, lo- I love the fear that might and then i'm gonna love going back and going you know what i'm gonna do it you I'm know fine, it's just yeah. Yeah. it's a different way of relating to the world up, it opens up a whole new selection of possibilities in your life because you're yeah. no longer limited to the fear of whatever you're experiencing you you can go beyond it and that's where the growth is in that resistance and you do it yeah. like you just said earlier marginally you know you chip away at that so you yeah. keep just a little bit every day you get a little bit or better at feeling that feeling or a little you know what i'm saying just these yeah. things of just marginal growth over time <clears throat> is massive man and 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 then you start i mean for me that whole responsibility of everything I choose is my, on my, is my responsibility, you know, and, and, and everything comes with a lesson and all that kind of stuff. That's true empowerment to me. I feel that as empowerment, even the shit stuff. I chose that on some level. I chose it, right? I chose to go through these experiences and not to beat myself up about it, right? Not to be in judgment of the thing, but just to say, fucking hell, like I did this thing. I I fucked up. I made a mistake this thing happened. It caused me a lot of pain. I was terrified of doing this thing. And I didn't do it. And I, I'm all right with that. I'm, I, 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 what's the lesson? Keep going. You know, what's the lesson? Keep going. No judgment. Keep loving. You know, it's, it's, that's fucking man. If I had, if I had been told that when I was 20, it would have been or yeah. 15, you know? Yeah. I mean, fucking hell, man. It's a whole different, it's a whole yeah. different world. I think like, it, you know, you're, you're so right. The thing that we can also do without is the fear of confronting what's going on to somebody else. Like right. it's the same oh, yeah. thing. It's, it's like, if you can learn just to have a little bit more of a relationship with that, like, oh God, I really don't want to do it. I'm a stubborn fucking person, like, as you know. And if I can just, okay, I'm feeling that. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to just try this. I'm going to just try putting a little olive branch out that feels so insane to me because all I want to do is be right. Yeah. Um, that the fear is that I'm going to be, I'm going to be taken advantage of because then I'm showing weakness. Yeah. And that, and then just the lean into that fear and know that like, I love that. I love that. I can do that anyway. And I'm going to do it. And that's, you know, 
that would have been a really cool lesson to have as a, as a, that's what I was so inspired by, by like the, all those kids going, we've just had a bus stop up there. Um, you know, <laughs> three kids going in and imagine what they would do. Then you would just be like, Hey, I, this came up and I'm feeling this about our relationship. And it, you know, I'm still learning it, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's not easy. It's ongoing, mate. As we say, it's, 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 a, com- it's a conversation. It's, all, it's, conversation ongoing. it's no bullshit. And it's all, it's, it's ongoing. No bullshit. And it is ongoing. And look, you know, I think we should, um, end it there. We, yeah, we can tap into this, continue it more. Cause there's, there's more to say and we, we'll, we'll keep it going through the, these conversations. But I really, I really enjoyed that conversation actually. Yeah, I really did. Too. And like, it's I really think it's, imp- yeah, I think it's important to, to, to talk about this shit. And uh, from a perspective of like, fuck, we don't, we, we're just trying to get better. We're just trying to, we don't fucking know what we're on about. We're just trying to learn through this shit. And, um, and next it's, week it's, we're talking yeah. to Duncan Trussell, aren't we? We are, mate. We are Duncan Trussell. Who's Duncan Trussell? He's a legend. He's the, he's a thought leader. Legend in his own lunchtime. Legend. He's a psychonaut. writer, comedian. He's a psychonaut, isn't he? He's great. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- he I did that I love show. Him. What was the show? Midnight called? Gospel. Midnight Gospel on Netflix. On Netflix. So it's fucking brilliant. We had an amazing conversation with him. I was very sick, so I've got a very low voice in it. Don't you worry sound honest. Honestly, if you ever want to listen to someone breaking through. Well, both fear, time, space, and everything. It's listening to Leggy next week going, let me tell you. He comes up with some absolute bangers. It's worth bangers, mate. It's bangers. really good. He's, he's a cool dude. He's super into the spirituality and uh, all this work. And we had a really great conversation with him. So looking forward to, uh, to getting that one out to y'all. But uh, in the meantime, I think that'll do for now, right, mate? Yes, mate. Uh, good to talk you to you. Killed Love the video. you, lad. We killed it. We're on this video and uh, that's it for now. Yes, mate. Yes, mate. Thanks so much for listening to that episode of the Two Lads podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. We want to hear from you as usual. Please leave comments below if this is on YouTube and comments wherever you can put them, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, We really appreciate the feedback. Please follow us, subscribe to us, like us, give us all the things that we need. And as I keep saying, the conversation is ongoing. Yes, lad. Yes, lad.